Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo, and I'm John David. JD. Good morning, Bo. Man, good morning. Man, I think <laughs> I think de- the devil's out to get us this morning. We just <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. We've got all kinds of little quirks going on. <laughs> oh, nothing wrong with it, man. It's good to see you this morning. Yeah, you too. You too. You yeah. too. It's a pretty day in Jackson. We got a got a great show today that I'm excited about. Oh yes, uh, sir. Man, things are bumping. Yeah, you know, um, as we've talked about before, the um, pipe business is just so dependent on weather nowadays because folks do not smoke in their houses anymore. And so, uh, I mean, it's been beautiful weather, a little hot and muggy in Jackson, but um, but still really, really nice. And so, uh, man, we've been, the door hadn't been closing at the shop. We've Good. Been busy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was up there yesterday and yeah. I, I love when I, I'm able to go. I'm not as able to go as much as I used to be with yeah. uh, kind of my new schedule and everything, but I love popping in. It seems like every single time I walk through the door, I make yeah. a new friend. Yeah. Like it's, it's a great feel. It's pretty remarkable. Fun. Yesterday afternoon, you know, not the, I mean, just kind of out of the blue, I mean, totally random, but we probably had I don't know, maybe 15, 20 people just hanging out at the very end of the day. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Just really cool. So, um, drinking coffee, puffing on their pipes. Yeah. Good stuff, man. It's great. Yeah, it is good. Well, and of course, we've got a big pipe event, pipe club event coming up in the Jackson area for the Jackson Pipe Club. That's right. That's going to be May 22nd. May 22nd. Thursday, it'll be at the Country Squire um, and 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. So, uh, bring your pipes, bring your tobacco. Uh, If you so choose, bring uh, something to, to... Enjoy to sip on, including tea and Diet Coke and other... Bring your own bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to have a great time. Uh, I think uh, we've got some folks that went to the Chicago Pipe Show this year that oh, are going to bring uh, some of the goodies they have brought home Have you seen some of the pictures that have come out of that? Thing? Oh, no, it's ridiculous. I yeah. know. I, I, it's I killing me that you know, we didn't a, go. It's a shame that you know I, we just hadn't had the chance to go, but Charlie Shear, our friend from Hattiesburg, brought in... Uh, just a mess of stuff that he bought up there. And he's like, yeah, I went kind of light this year. I only spent about a thousand bucks on pipes. <laughs> of course, it's like, you know, six pipes but yeah. <laughs> or, or, or less. But uh, man, it was it was so, so great to see uh, some of the stuff. The pictures are awesome. Yeah. I saw this Nording pipe that was made out of other Nording pipes or made, it was like made. It was like a gigantic pipe made out of uh, Nording bowls and and stems and it was just it kind of blew my mind yeah so, oh that's anyway. awesome well yeah, of course I see it. the guys from father of the flame were up there and yeah they had some yeah. really really awesome uh pocket knives like branded pocket knives there not not pocket knives no but the little pipe, pipe tools knives. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful really cool looking stuff and that's actually yeah. that's available on their website we've got that information that we shared out yesterday on facebook yeah. and social so it's a good way to help support them and the project that they're working on yeah and it's uh it's a really cool looking thing they're beautiful yeah so yeah. definitely check that out yep Hopefully next year we might be able to make it all the way up to Chicago uh, for the pipe convention. We did last minute. We kind of looked at it and it just wasn't in the cards. Yeah. And so we will have to we'll have to figure out how we can kind of get the funds together to, to make it up there. But we would love to go. Yeah. It'd be so cool. It'd be it'd be great. And we could uh, you know hopefully get a, a bunch of uh, like we could do like a massive shop talk. And we could <laughs> split up some shop talks and all that kind of stuff. Kind of like. I have this terrifying image in my mind, you know, before like an event or during a con- concert or something, you'll see this like booth of like, you know, Mike and Mike in the morning over on the side and they're doing a live show and they're acting really ridiculous. Like, can we just not do that? <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Well, we, we can't do that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, shop talks and interviews and, and on location and all that kind of good stuff, I want to say real quick that uh, Nat Sherman has gotten back with me and yeah. hopefully uh, in the coming days and weeks, we'll have a 
uh, shop talk specifically with the Nat Sherman shop up in New York City. Yeah. You know, I mentioned this already on the show. I will be That's up that way this weekend. Yeah. And uh, and so I'll, I'll be able to, to stop by. And, and I don't know who I'm talking to. They said they're going to set something up for me. So it'll, be, exciting. it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's great. I, I, you need to take pictures of their store. I've Absolutely. It's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're looking forward to that. Looking forward to this topic today, man. So, you know, longtime listeners of the show, and, and I guess even short term, because it's been about five, six weeks. Yeah, we, last last several weeks. Yeah, yeah we kind of pubbed it. Teasing out this concept and asking for your feedback as we wrestle through this concept of pipe culture. Right. Now, we have gotten just like <laughs> a bookload of emails and <laughs> comments and Facebook and Twitter and Reddit and all kinds of uh, uh, content coming uh, to us from you guys wrestling with this idea of pipe culture. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, I didn't realize it would be um, kind of as much of a lightning bolt as it has been. I mean, some folks are just really interested in it. Some folks already had ideas. Some folks have already begun to wrestle with it. And other folks, it kind of touched a nerve. Yeah. <laughs> and so, we're, you know, it's just really interesting kind of seeing the, the whole spectrum there. We're going to go through some of that. Yeah, today. absolutely. And I mentioned last episode that we want to make sure that we're really kind of covering everybody's thoughts on this. Yeah. And so yeah. rather than sitting down and, and reading for five hours all the emails and everything that we got, yeah. we've taken some kind of some bites out of different people's emails that we really feel encompasses the majority of what was being communicated overall. Right. A couple things with that. We want to make sure that, uh, you know, one thing about pipe culture, it is very personal to a lot of people. Yeah. So oh, rather absolutely. than saying somebody's full name, we're just going to say their first name or, okay. or we might put an initial on the, the back end. But, okay. Uh, just because it is kind of you know people's personal views, I think that's fair. And uh, and and as I mentioned last week, we want to make sure we're covering everybody. So before we dive into what is pipe culture, I want to kind of address. We did get you know some pushback from not a lot of people, but from a few people. It's really interesting, yeah. yeah. And, and it was great exercise for me and Bo to kind of see. Uh, you know, we just have our own ideas. We're kind of in our own bubble here, and you know, <laughs> there's a lot of folks that you know they just they just smoke a pipe because they like to smoke a pipe. They don't really see a lot of the a lot of the. Um, common streams that we do we're big in the meta narrative yes that's very stuff. true so, yeah but uh pretty interesting so for example lost architects and and said uh why the need to compartmentalize everything uh we're all different there's no pipe culture except that we are enjoying smoking pipes yeah. and to kind of drive that home excellent coffee said we don't have to adopt a pseudo culture like stoners have <laughs> um, and so yeah, i I'm, think i'm, I'm uh, very much against that yeah yeah that, that's not that's not at all what we were necessarily wanting to do with this and so yeah. i wanted to kind of address that pushback yeah. and, and say that we're not trying to create a you know pseudo stoner thing we're not even necessarily trying to create anything it's more of a study of what is currently in existence yeah and that's that's really what we're we're wanting to look at with this kind of yeah. concept of pipe culture yeah hashiro 86 kind of you know to kind of transition this he says i'm not sure pipe smokers have a certain culture or personality so much as a certain culture or personality is more likely to smoke a pipe and i think that gets more to the heart of what that's we're looking very, at yeah that that's kind of the thesis of where we're going with this yeah yeah it's, um, it's not so much that because I smoke a pipe, I get into this other stuff. Right. It's more of I get into all this other stuff and the pipe is kind of a centralized component of that. Yeah. I mean, I, well, yeah. I mean, I think and we'll get, we'll get into it more as we kind of unpack uh, different areas that we've seen. But, you know, our idea is just to see kind of the threads of things that that already flow through what what pipe smokers are, are about. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because some of the, I hate to call it the hipster movement, and some of it is the hipster movement, but then you've kind of got this like 50s and 60s revival movement right. in America. So right. very, um, you think about like Buddy Holly glasses and kind of very uh, svelte 
fitting clothing and that that is the hipster movie. You know, I mean that I mean but but you've got elements of that. Know, there's like there's mean, like yeah. really skinny jeans and then mm-hmm. there's like, you know, jeans that are kind of skinny. <laughs> <laughs> and both are popular, you know. But I mean, uh, you see our 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 society is kind of taking cues from some of this stuff. Uh, I mean, straight razor shaving and and all these things and uh, so <laughs> I, it's just interesting to me. I think maybe some of that does uh, lend itself as like you know lost architect would say kind of this you know or excellent coffee in particular kind of this pseudo culture that people are adopting as part of a identity thing. I think there's some of that, but you know uh, overall, I mean, I just started smoking a pipe because it's something I wanted to do. Right. Let's explore kind of what that what that might say about me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, not, not, not even just say about you, but just kind of what are common threads, common truths that there are throughout the, yeah. the culture as a whole and, yeah. and kind of the people as a whole. So wrestling through a lot of these emails and, and, and kind of boiling them down, I got this great kind of three tiered look at the type of people that smoke, like the type of smokers there are when it comes to pipes. Yeah. And this concept comes by way of LG Peretti. This isn't necessarily his views, but he, he kind of inspired me in this way. And that's uh, that you have kind of these three three types of people. You got kind of the habitual, right? And these right. are these are people that they just smoke a pipe. They don't they don't know the term Latakia. They don't care about where the leaves came from. Yeah. You know, they're probably majority cigarette smokers who are looking for a healthier way to get their tobacco. Yeah. And these are the guys that come in the country squire and buy a pound of Cherokee every two weeks. And they don't know anything about the leaves. They don't know anything about, you know, the, the different style of pipe. They just know they like a bent pipe. It's got a big bowl so they can smoke a whole lot of drink. And, that, and that's <laughs> perfectly fine. But that's right. all. The, and and the, the fact of the matter is with those type of people, they're probably not likely to listen to this show. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Their, their engagement with the pipe community even kind of ends there. And frankly, a lot of those folks don't really hang out at our shop. Right. They, they just don't. And we, I mean, we are so thankful we could not exist as a pipe community without them because they are, they're just kind of the daily rhythmic um, you know, it's just a part of the fabric of their life has been for 40 years. And, right. Um, you know, they're a big, big part of our community, but they're just, you know, kind of celebrated in a different way and aren't really engaged in, in this type of environment. Yeah. So then um, taking that kind of a step further, you've got more of the pipe enthusiast, which is the second type of person. Right. These are the people that are really interested in, you know, what are the leaves? Where do they come from? Um, what is Briar, Meerschaum? What's it made of? Uh, what is the best style of pipe tool? What is the best, you know, cleaner specifically for my particular pipe? Yeah, exactly. And, and that sort of thing. And and get really into the nitty gritty of, you know, what it means to smoke a pipe properly and right. what kind of tobaccos do I really want to seek out? Yeah. Appreciating um, more the, you know, just the the art form of it, uh, just the, the entire holistic concept. I mean, they want to know like you said, just the nitty gritty of, you know, where does the tobacco come from? What kind of leaves are you using? Uh, how long is it aged? Uh, you know, pipe nerd stuff. Yeah. No, and I like you to use that word. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, then, then, then there's kind of this third tier. And I think this is probably uh, where I fall a little bit more into, but, the, and I, I hate to even use this term, but I'm, I couldn't think of a better term, more yeah. of a, a renaissance personality. So the idea is that, you know, there's more of an emotional attachment to the the concept of smoking a pipe. It's not just about That's exactly right. the tobacco and, and the briar and the meerschaum, but it's yeah. more of, you know, more of this cultural consciousness of smoking a pipe, making a statement, uh, being in a bit of a brotherhood with others who sit down and smoke a pipe or, right. or, or in a bit of a brotherhood with, you know, heroes of the bowl, such as, yeah. you know, yeah. Einstein and um, more uh, of a romantic view of some of that, right. kind of, tra- you know, buying into and, and being a part of that larger, like we talk about meta narrative, that larger drama that's a part of kind of the, the pipe smoking culture. Um, it's kind of interesting, you know, as I'm sitting here listening to us talk and listening to you and I, I didn't think about this, but really on CSR here, like 
you got a couple aspects of that represented. Like I'm kind of the I'm kind of the enthusiast. Like you know the what type of briar is it, and who's the carver, right. and where you know. And man, you're you're in love with more of the the Renaissance part of it. And uh, I think that's a good isn't thing. That, isn't that yeah. fascinating? Yeah, yeah I, I've never really thought about that until just now. Well, and that's been that's was has been my, one of the most fun parts of kind of looking into the culture and and all of these concepts is it kind of allowed me to look at our show. And I think that we kind of fall right in between the kind of enthusiast renaissance mindset. Yeah, yeah, you know, I would agree with our that. Our topics are very driven um, and intentionally so by kind of that enthusiast, you know, what is Briar? How do we define this tobacco leaf? Where, you know, where, yeah. where's the history of this particular product? Yeah. Um, but we get into, you know, that that conversation lends itself to more of some of the renaissance, yeah. the higher concept. I, I, not that the, the other is lower concept, but you know what I mean. No, no, that. absolutely. Yeah. It, the more, I mean, the, the story behind it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, and we're both, you know, we're just, we're, we're kind of, like I said, romantics at heart. So yeah. we, it, it, and our just natural conversation lends itself to that. What I love is that you said pipe nerd with enthusiast. And I do think right. that there is, you know, we, you know, not off air, you and I get into nerd versus geek uh, all the time. And we won't, we won't dive into that too much. This is ridiculous. But I do think <laughs> I, I do think that kind of, you know, you could almost break enthusiast and renaissance into pipe nerd and pipe geek. A pipe nerd being more into the, the yeah. nitty gritty of what makes the pipe, the pipe geek being more of the, you know, that's mythological fair. aspects that kind of surround it. Yeah, that's 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 fair. I could see that. Yeah. You're so. still a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we dive a little bit further, deep, you know, or a little bit deeper into it, I want to kind of do a blast of a bunch of different thoughts that we got via email, Twitter, social, all kinds of channels. Yep. Uh, again, this isn't all of it, and this is, you know, and you'll probably hear your quote and uh, think, man, I, I wrote an essay, right. and you did, and we love that stuff, and with your permission, uh, we might actually, you know, put that out on our face, like the entire thing out on the Facebook. I'll get with some of you guys individually on that, uh, but we really just wanted to, to take kind of the high-level, high clips that uh, that really depict a common thread that we heard th- from a lot of people. So, I'll tell you what, if you'll take the first one, and I'll just go on down. Yeah, the first one's from Jonathan. It's an email. He says... Um, I think one of the reasons it's so easy for diverse peoples to come together over tobacco and pipes is because we know about process. We all probably pack a pipe a little differently. We enjoy the activity a bit differently from others. We know we won't always pick the bowl perfectly. We may over-tamp occasionally. Furthermore, we, we know that we, these differences of, of opinion and perspective are not symptoms of a bad life, but of people working out the art of living. Another, wow. Yeah, I know. Dude, some of this stuff gets really, really poetically beautiful. Uh, Joe writes in, pipes for me align with boats, particularly sailboats, gardening, woodworking, guitars, home preser- preserving, oil lanterns, puzzles with good friends, and dear family. Wow. Kind of almost just a more um, simple uh, agrarian vintage way of lifestyle. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fascinating. C. Jones, uh, 107 from Reddit, he says, the pipe is and always has been the great equalizer. The average working Joe in his shed is enjoying the pipe just as much as the dapper intellectual in his library. That's what's great about pipe culture. It isn't exclusively reserved for a certain type of person. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I really like that. I mean, I think that that speaks to the diversity I see every day in our shop. And, and kind of with that, it also Blenheim said uh, Blenheim 45 put, uh, made the comment that I suppose it's not really about what is talked about, but the difference is how it's discussed. Pipe smokers tend to be much more respectful of their diverse opinions. Yeah. And, and, and we see that all the time in, in the shop. Uh, Chad Farmer from Reddit says, I just imagine Ian McKellen's Gandalf smoking a cigar instead of a pipe <laughs> would have changed the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
is really beautiful. You know, that's the, it just the the, con- yeah. the concept there with the impact of a pipe in pop culture, specifically literature. Yeah. You know, I actually responded to that comment. I said, you know, I'm, I'm seeing an entire Elseworlds Lord of the Rings where everybody <laughs> smoked cigars Everyone. instead of pipes and Sauron won. <laughs> Sauron won. That's yeah. beautiful. I think that that could actually be an alternate universe. There you yeah. go. You know, and we've talked about the difference between pipe and cigar smokers uh, before. And I mean, it's so evident as they walk in the shop. And again, I, I enjoy occasional cigar. We've got tons of listeners and um, pipe smokers that do enjoy both very much yeah. both and, and are very invested in both. But if you're a, if you're a one or another kind of guy. Uh, man, I can pick a cigar smoker out as soon as they walk <laughs> in the door. Sure. Absolutely. All right. So, you know, that's kind of a sampling of what we got. Thinking through what aspects of pipe culture were most common, I started to see a trend that fell under four different categories. Yeah. Yeah. And they're kind of almost, if you visualize, in, in fact, when I was doing this, I was kind of drawing pictures and because that's the way I think. Um, if you kind of visualize these as bubbles or circles yeah. with a lot of overlap all in between each other, uh, they kind of fall under relaxation, thoughtfulness, recreation, and craftsmanship. Okay. And so th- think about the the differences there. Relaxation, thoughtfulness, recreation, and craftsmanship. Those are those are the four we're, we're kind of throwing out there that you know, you're going to fall in one of these categories if... Or several. And, and some right. of the things that, in, you know, the idea is that this is kind of when you enjoy your pipe, this is part of what goes along with it. It, it may be the reason why you're smoking the pipe. It may be that the pipe is kind of a, a, a season on top of yeah. what this is in the dish. And some of the things that you might think of, you know, will fall under, you know, multiple categories. Yeah. Uh, so to kind of, you know, look at relaxation, you know, think of that, that image of sitting back in that easy chair with your slippers on, lighten up your pipe, you know, just at the end of a, a long day sitting on your porch, lighten up that pipe That's and just right. kick him back. That's right. And enjoying a nice uh, glass of whiskey or a um, sweet tea or something. Yeah. I mean, it's part of your, it's part of your unwinding process. It's part of that daily ritual where um, it's just kind of woven into the fabric of you um, becoming present, uh, kind of disconnecting from some of the day, um, it, just slowing down in yeah. general. Yeah thoughtfulness, you know, there, you know, you think of uh, sitting down, reading, studying, yeah, uh, sitting down, having discussions, theological debates with your friends. So much of the pipe clubs throughout the country are kind of built around this idea that we're sitting down and yeah, we're getting into that pipe nerd stuff about, you know, what's, what's the best type of temp and all this other, other right. good stuff. Right. But we're also sitting down and we're, we're talking about things in the outside world and we're having more thoughtful conversations than things just, of merit important yeah, things you're not just yelling at each discussions other. that yeah exactly that have weight and value uh you know towards the furthering of humanity <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's yes it cannot be understated uh so recreation thinking about sitting down lighting up your pipe while you're playing chess yeah or yeah. you know fishing i'm of course i'm big on fishing you're, you're doing something me it's yard work yeah like i'm just out in the yard kind of you know fooling around with the flower beds and all that kind of thing. And that's when I love to smoke my pipe. Yeah, absolutely. And then last, but certainly not least craftsmanship, you know, woodworking is a, as a term that came up so much in yeah. a lot of the feedback that we got. Yeah. Um, woodworking, uh, you sit thinking about like an auto mechanic or somebody working on a hot rod in the garage. Yeah. And then of course we got to say it cause you know, it's our show, but swordsmithing, swordsmithing. Well. If, if you happen to be a swordsmith and you're listening to the country squire or have been interviewed on the country squire, <laughs> you may be a craftsman. There you go. Um, but a lot of these things, even these, these activities and, and 
uh, uh, events can kind of fall into multiple categories. For example, yard work, it is recreation, but it is also craftsmanship. That's right. You know, yeah. or, um, you know, or studying it's, it's thoughtful or I'm sorry, reading it's, it's thoughtfulness, but it's also relaxation. Right. And so there are a lot of, there are a lot of crossover here. And I think that no matter what you're doing, if you kind of fall into, you know, the, the person who's smoking a pipe and, and, it's more than just a method of tobacco. Yeah. I would say that you're likely what you do when you smoke a pipe is likely to fall under one of these four categories, if not multiple. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me, uh, particularly, you know, as people that do kind of enter into this thing are both uh, artisans and thoughtful people. A lot of those things, I guess, just lend themselves to to both. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. So we've got uh, some people that, uh, you know, as we were thinking through these four categories that kind of embody and, uh, and, and, you know, to kind of further drive that image home and, and tell us who do we have that kind of represents these four categories? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, as far as relaxation goes, we, we talked about Bilbo Baggins. You, yeah. see, you think about uh, having a great meal uh, with your shoes off and your hobbit hole <laughs> uh, with a warm fire and uh, maybe a glass of ale or something smoking your church warden pipe. Uh, you know, that's just kind of a an image there that we have yeah. uh, of relaxation. And of course, so, when the, the Hobbit first opens up the book, you know, where do you find Bilbo? He's sitting out in front of his house, just smoking his pipe. In the garden, That's man. Right. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, thoughtfulness. We talked about Albert Einstein. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, these are, these are folks that, you know, are, are grappling with weighty issues while they're smoking their pipe. Their pipe is a part of their rhythm of engaging very uh, large, uh, more global, um, you know, issues both, uh, you know, spiritually and uh, maybe politically or whatever, but it's a it's a gigantic part of their kind of engagement with these issues. Yeah. And you want to talk about that? That one was much more difficult to kind of come up with a person that personified thoughtfulness, not because there weren't very many, but because there were so many. Right. I mean, this, this is the guy that has, you know, written our... Uh, you know, modern theory of gravity. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So he definitely, definitely takes it. We, you know, we talked about Holmes. We talked about Gandalf. We talked about, you know, Tolkien. There's a lot of people that kind of fall into that category. That's right. That's right. Our next one with recreation, uh, got a really interesting one here that I, we just, uh, this is a guy that just has always fascinated me and we wanted to share, but uh, there's a gentleman named George Mallory uh, that died in 1924. <laughs> and George Mallory, a uh, pipe smoker, he was one of the first people to ascend Mount Everest, uh, and he was in his day uh, from from England, but a very famous uh, mountaineer. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, there's a there's a big d- debate even currently going on as to whether he was the first person to fully ascend Mount Everest uh, and and make the summit or not. But his name is George Mallory, um, and there's a tale among um, among well known mountaineers that basically he left his pie. He was on this crazy. Uh, climb in Wales, actually, and he left his pipe on this low ledge uh, down there, and uh, he his crew that he was with obviously just couldn't believe that there was any way he was going to go back and get that pipe, <laughs> and so they kind of moved on, and uh, Mallory uh, reappeared a few minutes later with this pipe in his hand, yeah. and they were like, there is no way you went and got that pipe in like a 10-minute <laughs> time span, and so anyway, uh, they named uh, that part of the uh, of the climb on that mountain to this day, it's still called Mallory's Pipe. Oh man, version on Route Two. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's pretty sweet. So you ought to check out George Mallory. A lot of interesting information about him. You know, if you are not one of the first, if not the first man to climb Mount Everest, you yep. know you're bringing your pipe up. You're there. bringing it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. It's awesome. It's pretty great. 
Um, and, and, and finally, we've got craftsmanship. And I just someone kind of interesting to me that I've always looked at as well is Frank Lloyd Wright. Hmm. Um, Frank Lloyd Wright, a lot of folks, there's kind of debate on whether he was a all-in pipe smoker, just occasional or what. But there are a lot of photos you see with Frank Lloyd Wright and his pipe. Frank Lloyd Wright, of course, um, best or most famous architect uh, probably in American history, uh, Guggenheim Museum, um, Falling Water in Pennsylvania. He's actually got a house here in Jackson that he did. Is that for, right? For a wealthy couple um, in the in the in the thirties or forties, I believe, it's Art Deco style. But Frank Lloyd Wright, you know, someone that's creating beautiful, beautiful work and kind of using his idea of what life should look like just to create, yeah, just to be a redemptive element. It's kind of interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, it's. It is. It's. It's a really cool thing to kind of look at some of these uh, uh, individuals as they represent these various aspects of pipe culture. And That's right. Kind of embody them. Uh, and uh, you know the Greg Mallory thing, or I'm sorry, the George Mallory thing. Right. Is, that's so cool to me. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. It's. It's really great. You ought to get uh, online. They actually his body was missing for over seventy years. Oh my! Because gosh, he died geez. on Mount Everest. Yeah. And that's there's all this debate uh, as to whether you know he was the first person that actually made the summit or man. Not. And they found his body in 1999, but they didn't find his pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it was really interesting, and the, and they the don't pipe know. Made it to the top. One the, way I bet the pipe was up there. I bet the pipe was up. But it's interesting because they, you know, when they found him, they there's no way to know if he was on his way up or on his way down. Man, that's crazy. So <laughs> that's kind awesome. of fascinating. <laughs> well, you know, all right. So you know, relaxation, thoughtfulness, recreation, craftsmanship. What kind of if you look at again those those four uh, spheres is kind of with the overlap and everything, and you kind of paint this picture of what unifies all these things other than the pipe. These are all things that, you know, are of quality. They're all things that have kind of tangible qualities. High either, quality. Either, either that, you know, they themselves are, are a tangible thing or that the pipe gives kind of some tangibility to the thing. You know, mm. I was thinking about, you know, kind of the pipe almost as, as almost like a totem when you're, when you're thoughtful. You know Isn't what I mean? That's interesting. Yeah. There, there's, there's kind of this, uh, this, you know, I need to think. And, and thinking is such kind of an abstract concept, but I need to have some sort of physical wow thing in my hand or, or some sort of act Something that, that I brings can do. you to the physical present. Yeah. Right. And, it, and it's embodied in your pipe. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So that's just kind of a, kind of a cool cut. So this tangible quality. And then also uh, they're all very slow paced. Yeah. And, you know, this was really embodied by, I thought, are, are really um, expressed in an email that we got from Joe yeah. about just kind of the, the time and the attention that it takes to truly enjoy a lot of these things. Could you... Will you read that for yeah, us? Yeah, you want to get it? Yeah. Uh, slower pace, time and attention to truly enjoy. With care, they each have the potential of nurturing our very being, providing us with simple pleasures, stimulation, a sense of accomplishment, and a comfortable tension that is very the very essence of life itself. Peace, security, and self-development. Simple intricacy. Um, are, are you a professor dude i mean <laughs> i think joe just brought it home yeah, right there he did he did though it's beautiful i mean it's part i mean you think about um for instance myself as someone that you know kind of has tendencies of add <laughs> the pipe is so incredible because it gives you this focal point to uh to focus kind of all that energy and thoughts going in different directions and like you said you're you're accomplishing something you're nurturing something you get to see something grow as you tend it and take care of it you also get to see it go out and die. And, I mean, but it, it's it's fascinating to see uh, it, that you're, you're stimulated, but there's also um, a sense of kind of 
uh, challenge there. It's, yeah. it's just really fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great a great observation. We got a lot of emails about people talking about how the pipe has been really helpful for their mental health, just with dealing with stress yeah. and, and and you know yeah. ADD and all all these types of things. Yeah, and how it's really been a tool that has used. Uh, for them to slow down and, and really get that that feeling Isn't that fascinating yeah it's 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 a great thing so yeah. you know and this this is really just kind of scratching the the, <laughs> the tip of the iceberg yeah. that's not right but you know what I mean yeah like this this really uh, we've got there's so many more areas that you can go into you can talk about how pipe culture as it relates to the origins of how somebody comes to the pipe you know be it with uh, with the outside culture pulling you into pipe culture, or yeah. if it's more of a legacy thing, somebody like a family member. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, you know, that it is very time dependent. I yeah. mean, what what is pipe culture today? You know, it, it may not have been what pipe culture is a hundred years ago, and right. it probably won't be a hundred years from now. And, then, yeah. and so it is it is very much defined. You know, popular culture does define pipe culture to an extent, but there are also universal truths that go that are you know they transcend time. That's right. And so uh, I think that there's a lot of ways that you can look at this. This was kind of our, our attempt at a high level. You know, for those of you who have not written in, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Let us know what you think about this topic. If, yeah. if you found it interesting, if, you know, you, you, uh, you know, if, if you think that we missed something that, yeah. uh, that we should cover in a future episode, we'd, we'd love to hear about. So, yeah. I mean, and we want to continue to unpack some of these things because we just got so much interaction from y'all on this. And, and like we said, we kind of caught lightning in a bottle here. I mean, there's lots of feedback. We touched some nerves. There's people that are, very passionate about, uh, you know, the the fabric of their life and how the pipe relates to that. And so, I, you know, this is an ongoing thing. We want to continue to engage yeah, with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, of course, you know, there's other things that we want to continue to engage with, and we do. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Quick fire with the Squire. Quick fire questions this week are brought to you by Meerschaum Monday. Man, if you're not Monday. if you're not following us on Twitter, you absolutely should be at Squire Radio. Every single Monday, we have hashtag Meerschaum Monday, where we are taking pictures of some of the coolest Meerschaum pipes we can find, posting them out on Twitter, and if you send them to us, we're retweeting them out to uh, to all of our thousand real, plus followers. Yeah, yeah, we found some real gems in, in that. It's been really interesting to see see just uh, people's contributions to that. Yeah, absolutely. So with uh, in uh, in honor of Meerschaum Monday, we've got uh, basically you. Neither one of us are, are Meerschaum guys. I, I'm not. But the idea is... Uh, if, and I'm unrepentant about that. If you <laughs> were to get a Meerschaum pipe, what head would you want on that pipe? Mm. All right? Okay. Wolf or lion? Lion. Gonna go with wolf. That says something about us, but we'll unpack that later. All right, fair enough. Um, Optimus Prime or Megatron? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Megatron, Megatron sounds closer to Mega Man. And he, he... Wait, hang on now. Time out. You don't know who Megatron is? Is that one of those cars that turns into a superhero? Oh man! <laughs> this this is part of pipe culture. We're still friends, right? And that was what you're. De- and yet, definite- this is heresy. Oh my right. gosh! Now you, you weren't wrong. Yes, he was. Well, actually, technically, he was a gun. It, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to go with Optimus Prime. You're not going to answer the question because you've not been allowed to. Right? Uh, Yoda or Darth Vader? 
as far as a Meerschaum pipe goes, it, it had to be Darth Vader. I mean, you'd think it'd look cooler, right? I think it would look sharper. Um, Yoda's ears, I think, would be hard to fit on a pipe. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I'm going to go with Yoda, though, because I, I do... I Well, I mean, the spirit of Yoda probably fits you better. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Take right. that how you want. And then uh, Gandalf or Balrog? I'd say Gandalf. Yeah. Especially if it's a Gandalf Meerschaum where he's got... He's got a Meerschaum coming out of his mouth on the actual pipe. Kind of the pipe smoking a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be fantastic. So, yeah, the Meerschaum thing, I, I we neither one of us are. I've, I've started to kind of dabble with the concept of getting a Meerschaum. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. And I, I, I've got one. And again, I just, I'd never smoke it. It's just yeah. one of those that I, we've discussed that. Uh, uh, one of our listeners from, I believe, Michigan or Minnesota uh, just... Uh, I, I told him he could have it if he drove down here. <laughs> you can come get it. But I mean, it's just one of those things. I It's not a, um, it smokes cool. It really does. But um, it's a little too high maintenance. I can't see. I, I got to at least try it. Maybe yeah. I should, you know what? I'll, I'll, let me borrow it. Okay. That'll be, it'll be a good definitive uh, uh, way for me to determine if I actually want to buy a Meerschaum pipe. Fair enough. <laughs> you can borrow it. Smoke it before you buy it. That's right. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. So much of our listener feedback kind of went into the actual show today, but we do have a couple of things. Yeah. On uh, Jason Brown actually jumped on Facebook this morning, just sent us a quick message, said, really enjoy the podcast, guys. Have jumped to the top of my list. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, that's great, Jason. Thank you, man. Um, <laughs> one of our friends, Kenneth, came in the shop yesterday, and he says he's a seminary student at a right. local seminary here in Jackson. And he said, the way I prepare for my sermons is to listen to Country Squire radio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, man, that is such an honor, and it's kind of terrifying. I know. I, know. I, I kind of want to hear those sermons. I want to hear the sermons. I bet they're really <laughs> relaxed, very peaceful. All then, of a sudden, the, the last all of a sudden, cornbread and milk are served at the Last Supper. Right. And, you know, the congregation is calling heresy. We're getting a phone call. Right. You know, I don't know what's going <laughs> Let's on. Let's get out of hand really quick. <laughs> from uh, Woodmaster GV from iTunes, he says, Made me get out my briar. Great podcast. JD and Bo are fun and engaging with interesting fun and fun topics. I've smoked my pipe on and off for 20 years, and this podcast made me get it out and light up. Thanks, guys, for the time you put into the show. Man, we appreciate it. Woodsman, this is great. You know, these iTunes reviews are huge. We really greatly appreciate them. Yeah. I think at the moment we're up to, I want to say, 41? Yeah. I think that's about right. They help a lot. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I would love if we could, uh, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary in a couple of months. If we could get like 100 before the one-year anniversary that is out, fantastic. that'd be huge. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes, write us a review. I know a lot of you guys don't listen to us through iTunes. You listen to us either through the site or, or through uh, other applications. That's right. A lot of you guys are like me, you're Androids. But... If you go on iTunes, you can still create an account, write a review. It's a huge, huge way to support the show, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. So yep. thank you so much for doing that. Yep. Of course, you can also email the show, csr at potestery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. We are a member of the Potestery Network, but we've got our own website now, too. CountrySquireRadio.com will take you directly to the link for all of our social information, links to the shop, and links to the shows. Yep. Uh, also, you can get, get us on Twitter. We're at Squire Radio. And of course, I'm at The Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. John is spelled J O N. And you can get us at the shop too at, at underscore Country Squire. All right. Well, John, man, this is a fun time. This I, is a fun had a, I had a great time this morning. Yeah. It was it was fun to engage with that. I I look forward to unpacking it some more. Just so much. Thank you for uh, contributing, everyone that's listening and watching. I mean, we just had a really fun time with that. And, um, uh, Look forward to more. Yes, sir. Good and to then, see you, brother. Hey, good to see you as well. I'll be sending pictures in from New York on my trip. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Nat Sherman, baby. Yes, sir. All right. See you, man. Have a good trip. See you, bye.
Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.